Welcome to Aim Higher, a show designed to help us realize the leadership potential inside of all of us. Together, we are on a journey where we learn by exploring what makes people successful and what makes leaders great. We will challenge each other to leave the mediocre and average behind to aim higher. I'm Skip Pritchard, CEO, author, blogger, student of success, and your host. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's one I think is foundational to success and leadership and life, and it's this. It's doing what you say you are going to do. This one is big. Don't say it if you don't plan to do it. So I have to take an example from this week. This week, we've had about the fifth or sixth roofer out at our house to tell us, you're already rolling your eyes in the audience here in the room. Yes. You, you have already realized where I'm going, but we've had roofer after roofer come out to look at our roof and tell us what needs to be done. But here's the thing. This is not the first time. I think this is why it's hitting a sore spot. They said, I will send you a quote tonight. And the night goes, and the day goes, and the night goes. And then you have to call and say, hey, remember when you were out to my house and you were going to send me a quote? And it just baffles me. Why do you say you're going to do something if you're not going to do it? You planted a seed in my mind. You say, I don't do what I say I'm going to do. It says to me, I can't trust you. If you say it's going to take two weeks to do something or two days, I think, hmm, will it be or what will really happen? So it's a principle to me of absolute importance and success. It's foundational to success and leadership and teams. It is your word. It's doing what you say you are going to do. So are we infallible? No. Of course we make mistakes. We're human. We forget. We fail. The point here is you just cannot make it a habit. You don't want to be known as the person who says, I'm going to do this, and then you don't do it. So if you're known as someone who doesn't meet promises, doesn't meet expectations, you are going to face consequences. Strive to be someone of your word, especially when it's a small thing. You think, well, it's just a small thing. If it's so small, then do it. I mean, thinking about my roofer example, he could have said, I will not be able to get you this estimate for three weeks. And then if he surprised me in one week, I would be thrilled, right? So he's setting his own expectations. And I think that's what makes it so strange to me is you have the ability to set it. So just do what you say you're going to do. A quote that I've said that people actually have used of mine that put on Twitter a lot is consistently doing what you say you will do is the foundation of integrity. I mean, I believe that it seems so basic, but I'm telling you, it really isn't. So I have some friends here in the studio to have a conversation about this. Tammy Spade, she's an executive in messaging and marketing and people, places, and positioning and all these. Doesn't that sound good? People, places, and positioning. Sounds great. I like and alliteration. So alliteration works. Yes. She is just knowledgeable about people and how they work. Elise Swampler, she's an organizational development and learning consultant and leadership trainer and uh, incredible uh, voice on this podcast to add color to various things with uh, everything that we're talking about. And Drew Bordis, who, I, did we edit him out of the former uh, podcast? I don't remember. I hope not. 
You hope not. Because I said all awesome things. Okay. So we, we may or may not. I don't know if you were edited out. But we have uh, Drew Bordas, who is an operations expert and uh, former consultant and executive in operations. And he's here as well. And we're going to be talking about this topic of doing what you say you are going to do. None of them have ever heard me say this. And of course, I've given shocking. them shocking, right? <laughs> but I've given you ample time to prepare. You knew the topic in advance, at least 15 seconds before I started. And so I'm sure you've been thinking deeply in that 15 seconds about this topic, haven't you? I have. Absolutely. I absolutely have. And in, I've thought about it oh, many hours, actually, because it's come up once or twice before. You've heard that. I have heard it. I've had. I, I've Skip heard is it. consistent. That's true. If nothing else. No surprises. Well, no. No surprises. Consistency is predictability, which stems in trust, which goes back to what you're saying. Wow. See? Do you see how she He's did like that? Yoda. See why I said Yoda needs to be right. here. <laughs> it's totally. incredible. Elise, <laughs> did you think you'd be compared to Yoda in I'll this take it. Take I'll it. take it. So... Um, First question, as you hear me talk about this, I'd love to hear your reaction as you hear me talk about integrity and doing what you say you will do. Are you anything pop in your mind? Any examples you think, you know, that is really important or no, I think you've really sailed off and it's really not. Trust. I mean, it is one of the most important things for teams to work well together is that um, when you say you're going to do something, do it because that builds that foundation of trust. And without trust on a team, you just have a whole bunch of individual people working on individual stuff and not working in, in sync with one another. I, I think it also, you know, I didn't mean to tie this, but it really does come back to consistency. Um, you don't want a team who is trying to figure out, oh, did you mean it this time? Or you didn't. No, I, I, I decided that wasn't you didn't really want that. You know, just say you're going to do it, do it every time, small things, big things, and then you just take away all that inconsistency. Yeah, you know, I think about a, a family relationship. Um, this may be a little deep, so bear with me, but I, I know someone who has a parent who was always promising things in their childhood maybe just out of excitement. Oh man, that's a cool bike. Let, let's get you a bike like that. Oh man, that's that's great. We should go see the, you know, the Rangers play sometime and hardly ever, hardly ever fulfilled those promises. And I think sometimes people say things just out of excitement that they maybe don't have an intention to fulfill and they don't realize, as Elise said, the degree to which it breaks trust apart. And, and it, it can be lifelong. It's not just in teams, but it's also in, you know, really any relationship. That was deep. Was it deep? That was deep. Good. I'm glad. And powerful. Glad. Yeah. And truth. You know, trust and truth are <laughs> intertwined. If I can't trust what you say, then either you're not, you're not saying something truthful, which means you're not telling the truth, which means you're lying. And in that case, you can't, you know, you can't have a good relationship. If I... If I'm going to throw you the ball, I have to, I have to trust you're going to catch it. Thinking about people at work, they tend to do what they say they're going to do, and those are the people that get more responsibility. Those are the people we promote. Those are the people who get more assignments. And I often hear people say, how can I get promoted? What's the secret to becoming a manager or a director or whatever they want to be? And often it starts with doing what you say you're going to do. And people who don't do what they say they're going to do just simply find themselves without the assignments that will stretch them 
into new places. Have you seen that? Absolutely, right? Again, I keep going back to the fact that it's trust. The more you move up in an organization, the more that organization's leaders are putting their trust and faith in you that you are going to do what you're going to say you're going to do or what you should be doing as a leader. Um, so if you're proving that you can't do that, then why would, why would you want to be in a position where you're held to that esteem? Well, and, and teams and leaders, they want to be empowered, mm-hmm. right? And so to do that, we're all busy. We're all doing a million different things. So I'm happy to empower my team if I've got the faith that you got it, right? Whatever you said, you're going to handle, you're going to look into, because I don't have the time to come back and check every single thing. Did you do that? Did you do it well? Did you, did we, you know, what did we learn? I don't have time. None of us do. So you've got to have that team you can rely on to say, Drew, you got it? Yep, I got it. Take care of it. I'll come back and tell you, right? And know that it's done. Check it off in your mind and move on. Oftentimes, the busy people get more. And I think it's because those are the people we trust to get it done. And so even though they're busy, you think, can you do this, right? You know, and you see that, you're thinking, well, I know that person's going to get it done. Where you could just look out and say, oh, this person probably has the time, but I don't have the trust. I don't have that faith. So I I do see that. Why is it, though, that you think people fail to do what they promised? You know, they're setting their own bar. They're setting the date. They're setting whatever it is. And then they fail to do it. Even something small like, oh, I'll send that to you tonight. And then they don't. Why do you think that is really? There's a variety of reasons, and it, it's personal probably to each person, but I think one of it is is just not having a good handle on where your priorities are, what you have on your plate, what your day looks like, what your evening looks like, and just having a really good understanding, kind of back to a self-awareness concept of what you can achieve within a certain amount of time based on your actual workload. Yeah, I've said yes to things um, that I regretted saying yes to. Mm-hmm because I either stressed myself out and shouldn't have said yes. And I've learned over time when someone's asking me to do something to pause and say, if you need an answer right now, I'm going to have to say the answer is no. Can I say that to you, Skip, next time you ask me? If you need an answer right now, no, I wouldn't Perfect. say that. wouldn't say that to you. But Just tell me how long you need. And that's the beautiful thing. And then say, deliver I need on a week. it. And ju- whatever he it is. Lies. <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. It, I, I often wonder, we think about the reasons, and I do see that some people are overcommitted, and some people may not be self-aware. I think other people are distracted easily. So, yes. look, there's a bird, and they run over there, and they're like, oh, well, I got home, and this happened, and that happened, not realizing that you set that time frame, and you should have anticipated that, and... We're expecting something. You, you set the expectations. And I think one of the tactics that's so very important is to realize you set the expectations. So much better to set that expectation right up front than to deal with it later. I think some people just don't want to disappoint. They want to be, they're people pleasers, right? So they want to say, oh, sure, I can get that done by this time frame. Just don't commit yourself to that. Just say what's reasonable. And much better to do that up front and to set it, I think it's much better. Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe the tactic is wrong and maybe I'm unique, but I think it's better to set it longer term and say, 
I know this is going to sound disappointing, but it's going to take three weeks. And I'd, I'd rather hear that and adjust my expectations to the three weeks than for you to surprise me the other way around. Well, that's the well, under-promise, over-deliver, Skip Pritchard mantra, right? I mean, that's, that's, that is the key to happiness, expectations. I, I think it's Seven. true. That's what I think. It doesn't right? mean sandbag and all that, but just appropriate expectations. Right. I also wonder, though, too, um, if people get into the trap of, well, it's just an email. I'll, I'll send it in the morning. They don't really need it that bad. And just having a lack of awareness around why that other person asked for that or needed that. Um, so making sure you have a good handle on when you're when you're saying yes to something, what are their expectations? Why is it important? And what is my impact on that if I don't deliver? Well, and it's um, funny, Elise, because it even works the opposite of, of mm-hmm. let's say you have a team that is hyper aware and want to do everything. I have to tell them, I don't need this immediately. Yes. Like, I'm just curious of this answer because they'll they'll get it to me and I'll think, wow, yes. that's fantastic. Yes. I, I, that, I was just interested. <laughs> well, and I, I think people don't maybe place as high a value on this as, as we could and should, even as a society. I mean, when you order um, a Egg McMuffin and a coffee in the McDonald's drive-thru, when you get to the window, you don't expect a hash brown and a pancake. You expect what you ordered. And yet so much, I don't know if you all do this, perhaps it just means we go through the drive through too much, but I always feel like I have to check. Did they give me what I ordered? Did they give me what they said they were going to give me? And that's a very small example. But I, I do think that um, sometimes people just don't place a value on it. We've gotten so used to perhaps a consumer experience where that's the exception talking about your roofers, it would have been maybe surprising to you if all seven had sent you estimates exactly when they said they were going to. It's frustrating when they don't, but but so much of the time we expect it. People just aren't aren't perhaps putting the same value on it as as we need to. And yet when it happens, you you value it so much, you recognize it and you give that person more to do. What's that what's that quote? Give a give if you have something you need done, give it to a busy person. Exactly right. And I, I think it's it's interesting because it's important to understand the why they want it and, and all of that so you know the impact. At the same time, it almost doesn't matter if you set that. I'm making a judgment about you. I'm making a judgment about your business based on something so insignificant that you set. And I think that that's why doing what you say you're going to do, I say, is the foundation of integrity. Because it says to me, I can't trust you. You don't have integrity and it may seem small, but you're the one that told me this. I didn't ask for it tonight. In that case, we don't actually care when the bid comes in. We, we just want to know. And so I find it interesting that, that people all take that approach. I, I, I think about some of the reasons why it is important to do what you say you're going to do. One is it erodes credibility if you don't. Second, obviously, it builds distrust. And the third, I think, is it limits your opportunity, right? So whether it's career advancement, as we talked about, or new business or whatever whatever it is, I have seen careers derailed. I've seen businesses struggle over not doing what they say they are going to do. So it's very, very important to do. What else can you think of on the downside of not doing what you say you're going to do? Anything we missed? Well, you just mentioned business. You know, when a organization makes a brand promise 
to their customers, whether those are business customers or direct consumers, and they don't deliver on that brand promise, there's a rippling effect to that. It's not just between two people. It's potentially the job security of individuals. It's it's a reputation. You know, you build reputations a long time over time. You can tear them down in one experience. It's true of individuals. It's true of organizations. So that, I mean, that's another reason. And I think as a, as a leader, I, I see, I fall into this when I'm in my subject matter expertise and I say yes to something that I used to be able to do. I used to have the time. It used to be my job. I have the ability to do it. Totally reasonable. Well, I don't have the time anymore and I probably shouldn't be doing it. It's somebody else's job at this point. And I think being able to see that and say, ooh, I want to say yes to that. I want to knock that out because I know I'll do it right. Uh, what am I signing up for? Do I really have the bandwidth to do it and sustain it? Well, it goes back to that that concept of having a really good handle on what you can accomplish, what you can't. So when you are giving someone a quote time frame of anything, whether it be here at work or contracting on a roof, it's it's being very clear. I know what I have on my plate. I know what I can do within this time. And here's what I'm going to deliver to you and when I can deliver it. And none of us are perfect. No. I mean, the bar the bar is not perfection here, right? It, it's But being aware of, hey, I signed up for this and going back to Skip and saying, you know, I said I was going to do this and this, uh, I, should, I shouldn't have. Here's, here's what happened, right? You don't want to make a trend of it, but it, you know, but we're, that's we're not, real. yeah, that's yeah. very well, real. That's I think it's important thing. for the show notes though, for us to recognize Drew Bordas just said that he's not perfect. No, no, no. I said everybody. <laughs> oh, not everybody. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's be it's very clear. Else. Oh, okay. yeah. But that's a good point, right? Is if I do that one or two times over the course of a, a long period of time, I've already built that trust with my right. team. But if I'm doing that, over and over and over again it's like just eroding any sort of trust and any sort of confidence people will have i think it's also important you you mentioned that note and and it would be really easy even in my roofer example i think of another friend example we were supposed to meet on something to just send a note send a text that says i know i told you i would get you this quote tonight and i want to let you know the day got away from me and i'm just not able to get it done i'm so sorry you can expect it here. And if that causes you any anguish or whatever, please let me know and I'll try to speed it up as fast as I can. And then you feel great. You're gracious. You understand. Of course, it's minor. That's all it takes. But I expected to hear from you. And so if I'm waiting, it sends a question mark out into the universe. Come back with a period. And that will solve the problem. And I think it it makes it much easier if you just communicate. It's just good communication. Well, and that takes it to a whole nother topic, right? That is taking accountability and ownership over your work to say, I promised you this. I'm going to deliver something to you and follow back up with you because I'm accountable and I own my work. One of my favorite topics, too, accountability. Yes. (laughs) Another podcast. (laughs) I'm thinking of brand promises Tammy mentioned brand promises earlier, and I think about a few examples. I think of United Airlines, Fly the Friendly Skies, and they had a little problem with their brand promise when they dragged someone off the plane on a video. Oops. 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 Not so friendly. Geico, I've, I've never called them, but I know that if I call them, 15 minutes or less can save you 15% or more in car insurance. They mm-hmm. did not pay for that uh, little plug. I don't know if that's true, but if it took me 18 minutes, I don't think I'd be happy. I'd want 18%. <laughs> Right. And and we think about all of these things. Federal Express. Right. What, what is their motto when it absolutely positively has to get there overnight? If I'm using them 
And in fact, it takes three days. Not so cool. Do what you say you're going to do or your whole brand promise, your whole credibility is ruined. And we know this with corporations. So why do we think as individuals that we can escape and have some, such a better brand? We all have personal brands. And I think that to me is what's so important mm. in doing what you say you're yeah. going to do. You're impacting your own personal brand. Who cares mm. about these companies? Think about you. It's all about you. Well, and the combination of personal brand and ownership and accountability, as Elise was saying, if you if you view it through that lens, you would do it very, very differently. And I think sometimes in companies, people don't see it as their business. They're not operating it as their business. They're not thinking about it as, you know, if I perform this well, if I do what I said I was going to do, my paycheck is directly linked to that. They're thinking that that's kind of a distant thing, and I might get to it tomorrow because I'm kind of tired today, and I want to go watch, you know, the hockey game tonight. I do want to watch the hockey yeah. game tonight. I do. Yeah, that's a good point you bring out, though, is um, what lens are you looking at things through? Um, because I look at it through as I'm, I'm con a contributing member of this organization, so it's just as much my responsibility to be responsible as it is the person sitting next to to me. My husband owns a small business. It's the same way with him. It's like, we are so responsible for every action there and all of the promises we make to customers because it's detrimental if they're not upheld. Um, and the same thing is here. It's detrimental to the team, to the organization, to the peers sitting next to me if I don't uphold those promises. Yeah, and I don't think people you know, set out to be unreliable, no. right? If you phrased it that way. You know, I really am going to go into work, and people are not going to be able to rely on me today. That sounds like a solid plan, right? People don't, <laughs> people don't behave like that. Um, but I think they just don't realize that yeah. that's how yeah. it's perceived. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. It's yeah. just a job. It's just an email, right? Or, you know, that's I have a, a friend point. who's a nurse. She's, in a, she's just a, a fabulous nurse, and she's so relational. Skip, you mentioned distraction earlier. She'll get so involved with that patient, and maybe they're nervous, and she's so relational. She literally loses track of time. And her, her supervisor had to sit her down and say, you know, that's great when you're doing that, but these three other patients who are in the line that need you to come and do their pre-op work are waiting, and they're getting more nervous. So you've got to figure out how to adjust that. And, and she's one of those people that, you know, you'll you'll be walking into a restaurant with and she'll see someone that looks like they just need a friend and she'll go over and start talking to them and pretty soon you're sitting there at the table by yourself not looking at your phone or looking at your phone but um, just so relational so sometimes I think you know it's absolutely right they're just wired differently right but helping people see you know what the impact is of that it's not that they're setting out to be unreliable. No, and her strength is is her weakness, right? Yep. In right. that case, yep. so it's Overused. a beautiful, right? Yep. It's a beautiful thing to see that, and yeah. you love that to yeah. see somebody that involved, and the patient would be so pleased that they were so involved with me, et cetera. And the patient in the next room is totally stressed out, thinking, "I've been here an hour and forty five minutes waiting in this room with nobody coming in to see me, and." It is awful, exactly. and my heart rate is going up, and my blood pressure is going up, and you can tell I've never experienced that. Never, and you're super patient. <laughs> I'm super patient, patient. I'm sure. I'm so oh, it's so terrific. My wife is so wonderful. She calls ahead before I show up at any office. It's Are you running on time? If you're not, you need to tell us now. If you're not, we need to reschedule because he will not sit. There. Yeah, so she's terrific that way. Well, it's all about your word, Tammy. You mentioned earlier about the parent who was not meeting the kids expectations probably in the moment was like yeah we should go to disney world one day and and yet 
you know, there's this string of, of broken promises and heartbreak for this child or they have an overactive imagination about what was promised. Who knows? But the point is, it happens the other way around, too, where parents may make threats to the kids, the teenagers, and they lose power if they don't do what they say they're going to do. So I wasn't grounded and I'm not going to care about that curfew, whatever, because they do nothing. They may threaten and, and talk and blow up, but nothing ever happens. Right. So in all aspects of our life, it really does matter to do what we say we're going to do. So I want to talk a little bit about ending with this one here is the journey inward, because it's something that we don't think about when we think about do what we say we're going to do. And I've been thinking about this a, a lot in the extensive amount of time that we've prepared for this conversation. <laughs> and that is this <laughs> doing what we say we're going to do with others matters so much in our brands and our organizations and our leadership in our integrity in our teams. But think about what it does to ourself. And that journey inward is promises to ourself. And how important is it that we commit to ourselves to keep our word to do what we say we're going to do to us. I think it erodes our confidence, our self-confidence when we say we're going to do something and we don't. And I think that has ripple effects throughout our lives if we say, you know what, I'm going to do this and we don't. Whether or not others see it and say, mm, you didn't do that, you're not running or whatever. Diet and exercise. Diet classics. It's yes. classics, right? <laughs> That's why you just stop telling anybody. But we tell ourselves, right? I'm going to read a book a week or I'm going to do this, that, and the other. What happens to us when we don't meet our own commitments and the word to ourselves? What are your thoughts? New when Year's resolutions. That well, that's that one year I did a New Year's resolution to run. and But I said to myself, I'm not starting it till March because I'm not going to be one of those people that stops my resolution in January. Smart. I'll stop it in April. <laughs> and it worked. It worked really well for me, actually. I like that example. Perfect. Right. Um, at least you were telling yourself the truth. Right. I was setting proper expectations. <laughs> and then if you get to May, you think it's fabulous. Success. Like, wow, look, yeah. I met my New Year's resolution till May. And people think you started in New Year's. but and it, and it probably does depend on how you're wired. I mean, how much it bothers you and what you're doing mm -hmm. to yourself. But I think, you know, for, for anybody who's listening to a, a leadership podcast, that probably is the type of person that would bother you, right? Mm -hmm. of, of just what are you telling yourself you're going to do to be better? personal and then like you said you don't have to verbalize it even just what are you thinking about oh i want to do this i want to i want to i want to knock that out i want to and and if you're not doing it it's you're not you're fooling yourself well it goes back to it goes back to goals too right is setting those self goals for yourself and um again drew what you're saying if someone's listening to this podcast it's probably because they're looking to develop themselves hopefully in a in a positive way but it 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 can tear you up inside because it's, I let someone down that was counting on me. That's how I typically fear, feel. It's like I impacted their life in a way where I let them down. At least it's okay. You're not letting us uh, down. You're fabulous. I <laughs> hope. <laughs> but That's it why does. We like it, on it, the team. <laughs> That's right. It, it's a big, to me at least, when it happens, it's a big deal because I have an emotional stake in it. I have a personal stake in it. And even promises to yourself. Do you yeah. feel the same way? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm probably very, my husband would say, I'm probably harder on myself than, than those that are around me. Um, I, well, I, I said one day, 
I never said when I would do a podcast. And now here we are, right? Talking about these topics. You did topics. what you said you were going to do. I didn't say when. Eventually. <laughs> I would always say, eventually I will. And I intend to. And one day. And yet I knew when I say one day, I always mean really one day. I know a lot of people who say one day and they just are talking kind of obscurely. And I actually do mean when I say one day that it will happen. And so I want to thank the panel here for talking about doing what you say you're going to do. It is the foundation of integrity. So thank you, Elise, Drew, and Tammy for talking about this topic. I think it's so very important. And a special note, if you're a roofer out there, please send the paperwork you promised. We want our roof to stop. Give me their leaking. number. Let me call them yeah. for you. Well, you call them. <laughs> yes. We have people. We have people because it is extraordinarily difficult to get people to fix. Our, I've never actually had that problem with this roof like I have today. But you know what I've learned is a little rain falling on you inside can't hurt much. It's it's you know a little rain falls on us all. Your marriage works differently than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Aim Higher with Skip Pritchard. Check out skippritchard.com for more episodes, interviews, book reviews, and leadership insights. And if you like what you hear, please rate us in iTunes. Until next time, remember, don't settle for the mediocre. Always aim higher. <laughs> <laughs>